morning. I am Dr. Timothy Hart, also known as the Connexpert. Today, this is session two, and what we want to do is we want to build upon the prior uh, podcast. I titled this one, Examining the Self for Developing an Identity. There are some very important things we need to understand about ourselves if we're going to uh, build strong relationships. And one thing we have to uh, embrace is the idea that what we are and who we are affects those relationships. So today we want to start real basic. And if you if you're really interested in doing this for any uh, extended period of time, I would suggest that you uh, develop a journal. Because if there's one thing that I am well aware of is that committing things to memory can be a daunting task. We only have seven spaces in short-term memory. And with the things that are going on, before you clicked on this podcast, you probably have 10 or 12 things that you are thinking about or considering or are involved in during the course of your day. So this a particular thing is one that has not been given a lot of consideration except whenever you have a challenge in your life and you need to see a counselor or you need to see a coach. So today we want to take the kind of the fast track and help you to maximize your life by spending just a little bit of time uh, every day examining uh, the things that uh, make up the real you as opposed to the you that has been operating in the way you've been operating. The first thing I want you to understand is this about yourself, is that you have are the culmination of first, the coupling of two people, and you are also the uh, culmination of generations of individuals. And it has been said, and it's, you know, we've been trying to prove that temperament is indeed um, genetic. There's very little tangible evidence of that, but we do know that in family lines, we do find gleanings of certain temperaments in the younger that can also be found in older people in the family. In fact, in my family, and I'm sure uh, many people in our community have had the same experience. A child will be uh, performing an activity or doing a particular thing, and one of the elders will say, they act just like auntie so-and-so, or act just like uncle so-and-so, or he acts just like your grandmother, or act like your grandfather. So whether that is genetic or whether that is environmental, let us conclude that uh, much of of what you do and who you are is definitely something that is passed through generational lines. We also have to consider that um, developing the self is directly related to your own personal experiences. I like to call this uh, generational stacking. What happens is uh, one generation will have an experience and in that experience they teach their children how to manage and navigate that particular experience. Well, the the child has their develops their own patterns of thinking from their own experience, and what they do is they add to 
what the parent or the grandparent has taught them. And so we it becomes, it seems from, if you're listening to me, it seems kind of convoluted, but most, um, most temperaments have very basic, basic origins and can be identified readily. Now, as an individual, the first thing you want to do in your journal is you want to uh, identify the things you like and the things you do not like. Why are those things important? Because the things that you like are likely based on your experience, but the things you don't like are likely pre-framed or they're taught by uh, uh, people in your family, maybe your teachers, maybe your parents, maybe your older siblings. And so we develop uh, part of our character by the things that we um, in cognitively ingest. So we want to talk today about uh, personality types. What kind of person are you is, is, is directly related to the things you gravitate toward, the things that you're passionate about. I was reminded um, of a movie and the interaction between an older lady and a younger lady. And the older lady was trying to convince the younger one uh, that she should be doing a particular activity. And the, the younger lady, of course, was rejecting the claim. And the older lady said something that I thought was pretty poignant. She said that what the, the thing that you think about most is the thing you should be doing. And I, I concur with that as a claim because many people have a passion for things. And it seems that that's all they think about in their whole life gravitates around doing that particular activity. In the martial arts world, there was a, a great um, a, the founder of, of a martial arts style. He made this statement to his students in order for them to internalize the need and the necessity for martial arts and the, a way to develop um, their skill sets. He said, Basically, and those who are martial artists understand this, he said, karate eyes everything. And that was in itself a powerful statement because what it basically meant was, it says, inject martial arts into every aspect of your life. And that's something that people who are passionate about things do. Um, and it might seem, um, it might seem kind of confusing to some, but understand this, those who like basketball will tend to wear athletic attire quite often. Those who are into martial arts will tend to wear um, martial arts style clothing. Those who are into fashion will tend to uh, be more uh, dressy, they may dress up more often. So I concur with that finding. So here we are with ourselves and we, we, we are looking at four types of personalities and the first type of personality we want to examine is the type A. The type A personality is is the guy or the person who is the go-getter. They are the go-getter. They are the ones that that you see going after things very aggressively. 
person with a type A personality may tend to focus on competition. They love to achieve greatness and they don't like it when it takes a lot of time to experience success. They want things kind of microwave. Whose personality are we often working on multiple projects at the same time because they feel that they have a desperate need to be a winner. They sometimes feel insecure when they aren't seen as successful. The basis for a chance to reach their goals quickly. A-type personalities don't like restraints placed on them. They prefer to work independently and set their own schedules. They tend to come off as workaholics and it's not unusual to see them put in whatever it takes to accomplish a goal. Sometimes they'll lose sleep. Um, Sometimes they forfeit relationships. They seem impatient, especially if they believe that someone is spending too much time going over details with them or impeding their successful completion of whatever goal or project they might be focusing on at the moment. The second one is the type B. The type B personality is a little more relaxed. They they don't take stressful situations permanently. They still can be highly competitive, but they don't have the same urgency to see a successful outcome happen. This personality trait tends to procrastinate a lot. They are waiting until the last possible moment to submit work. They will just submit the work on their own time. The B personality loves to talk about themselves and some may view them as self-centered. But their real motivation is to be liked. An extreme example was the character played by uh, Bette Midler in the movie Beaches. She invited up an old friend to see her lavish apartment and told her friend about her own success. Then she said to the friend, enough about me, let's talk about you. So, what do you think of me? That's that's the question in the mind of a type B. Then there is the type C personality. A person with a type C personality likes to focus on the fine details. They like to get lost in whatever information is available to them and to glean out new options for the data. This personality type tends to let other people follow their own path and set their desires aside for a later time. C-type personalities tend to be quite controlling, both of themselves and others. They don't like things to get out of hand and they it may not appear expressive at times because they really don't want themselves to display a lot of emotion. They view emotion as weakness. They're often outcome-driven and will be sticklers for following procedures and protocol and getting the job done. They are careful and resourceful, and above all, excellent thinkers who will look at all aspects of an issue before taking a stand. Once they take a stand on any issue, they will have the facts to back it up, so anyone who challenges them had better be prepared. The next one is the D personality. A person who has a D personality will tend to see the world in a negative way. Although there may be situations that most people would find optimistic, this personality type will always be pessimistic about the outcome. Their outward look inside themselves is 
negative as well. There is a consistent fear of rejection in some way, so they live a fairly isolated life, suffering from depression at some point in their lifetime. The personalities are usually very organized, and being around a messy environment or disorganization will bother them. They are also good at playing a very supportive role with others and are normally very caring, thoughtful, and passionate. They are patient, good listeners, and will persevere when all others have given up. They especially like working in a group or on a team and will be a stabilizing force within that group or team. The D personality will resist change out of concern that even the current way may be unpleasant. The unknown may be even more unpleasant. So, when we look at these, these four personalities, okay, we divide them into uh, four different skills sets. One, analysis. Two, organization. Three, visualization. And four, personalize. Now, as an individual, when you make your list of likes and dislikes, you will also um, have to uh, take a look at why you like these things and why you don't like these things. Because we know for sure that in relationships, the type of personality you have will determine who you gravitate toward. And many people um, become very, very emotional about relationships when in reality it is not emotion at all. It is a clash in temperaments or the union of temperaments. So what kind of person are you today? Are you a happy kind of person? The kind that likes being around people or are you the kind of person that would rather be alone. Are you super analytical? Or are you super lenient? Are you the kind of person that likes to get things done? Or would you rather wait until next week? The idea of finding out who you are, we also have to examine our families. Because in a lot of respects, the training and the, the place that you are right now, as I've before stated, is, is a culmination. So if you can imagine a, a, a person, a child, with parents who are, uh, say, an analytical, which is a type A, and an organizer who's a type B, you can find that there would be a, 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 quite a bit of friction between those two. And understanding the temperaments when little Johnny or Joanne is looking at how mom and dad are interacting, they may develop their own view about that and it can cause internal conflict. Well, there's another thing that happens in the development of self is that you develop triggers. So when something feels good, there's a trigger that makes you gravitate toward it. And then there's things that are adverse. There are triggers to 
uh, cause your feelings and uh, whatever attitude you place toward that to rise up. So as we as we uh, come toward the end of this session, uh, I would encourage you again to grab your journals and basically just take some time for yourself. Take some time for yourself. Because once you get in a relationship of any kind, it may be too late to really analyze who you are because the things that are in the other person are coming and you're not prepared to deal with it on any other level. So you likely end up apologizing quite a bit or they'll likely end up apologizing to you quite a bit. Developing the self will help you stabilize your emotional person. Help you develop some strategies as to which ways to go and which ways not to go. As a, as a, as a minister, as someone who is a higher ranking member of the church, one thing I've noticed is that religion comes off and is introduced in a very emotional way. And in that, those emotions, people forget that after the, after the music is done playing and the preaching is over, they have to go home. They have to go home to those same problems that the, that the preaching has, uh, in many cases, given them tools to deal with. And because they are not around the teaching enough to have it become hardened, they fight their way through and they tough their way through. And if I can say this, that's no way for anyone to go through anything, especially when the knowledge is available. So, if you're the kind of person that likes being around people, don't let negative people stop that. If you're the kind of person who doesn't like being around people, then when you do this analysis, what you'll find is that people have value. And you'll also find that you have value. And you'll be more you'll be selective about who you uh, interact with. But the interaction will be much more productive. And if you decide long term, it'll be much more fulfilling. So to conclude, today is new, and I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. I don't know where you're doing, what you're doing, or who you're with when you're uh, listening to this podcast. But I'll say this: that from this moment forward, you have some tools to make some changes. You can't depend on anyone else to make those changes. It has to. It starts with you. This is why we start this series with self. Every relationship begins with the individual and the individuals come together and they forge and form a relationship. In other words, what I have to offer in conjunction to what you have to offer and we place those things in proper perspective so that both of us get what we need out of the relationship. This is Dr. Timothy Hart, the Connexpert. You all have a grand day and enjoy your journey.